All right, Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com. It's Monday afternoon, 23 October 2023, and there's an article that I must refer you to. Uh, it's Encounter Currents. Uh, they've got a great site. They are about white nationalism. And the guy, I've, I've, I'm not familiar with the guy. guy named Vic, Velko Hessler wrote this. And I think he posted it today, and I actually commented on it, and I'd encourage you to go there, counter-currents.com. And I want to read you a few excerpts from this. The title of the article is The Millennial Mindset. And basically, well, here's what he says. In any effort to fundamentally change society, it is necessarily to mobilize the young. The rhetoric on the populist right often invokes notions of the people rising up, and yet it rarely dwells too deeply on the exact profile of a person who was meant to suddenly spring into rebellion. So he's talking about the young people, people that I don't reach. Yet in an age of hyper-globalization, the mass adaptation of the internet, the millennial generation, more than any other, has been subject to a homogenation of thought and experience. These are just experts. They are a generation defined by absence, the first generation without religion, living in the aftermath of the fall of the Berlin Wall, in which everything ideological, every ideological opponent to liberalism has been defeated and discredited. It's a total carte blanche generation, which identifies more with the media they consume than their own nation, meaning their own blood, their own race. It'd be easy to criticize them, yet to do so would be to tell, not to tell the entire story. For to be a millennial is not only to be defined by absence, but also to be defined by loss. Those born in the 1980s and 1990s were probably the last to see a homogenous ethnic majority in their own nation, and along with it, the, the vanishing prospects of societal cohesion. Amen to that. They have, no, they have fallen prey to fads such as transgenderism and critical race theory because they have no strong identity of their own, no overall unifying characteristic beyond the media that they have consumed. The MAGA movement is an expression of baby boomer values clashing with a world that has changed. MAGA wants to appeal to constitutionalism and the good old values of free speech and fair play, fair play that have traditionally followed the Republican, allowed the Republican Party to muddle through its electoral college victories. Our platform and pitch to the youth must be radical and holistic. I 100% agree with this guy. Finishing up, we must state clearly that we will destroy usury and unseat those who have robbed this generation of its wealth. We will not reform, but totally destroy the political system that had enabled the dismal circumstances that we now find ourselves in. We will provide homes for those who have only ever known rent serfdom. We'll provide jobs that pay wages worth having. Above all, we will provide a metaphysical beacon for a generation that has spent its entire adult life lost at sea. We will reroute millennials in the great tree of life that is our own race. 
and in doing so, finally give them purpose so they, they that they so desperately lack. I will put a link in this to in, in the description to this article. But uh, countercurrents.com, counter-currents.com. It's lead article up there. I recommend you. Are they Christian? Uh, probably not. I don't know. I don't care. The guy's right. I've missed it. And I, I, I guarantee you I'm not reaching the youth. I'm reaching <laughs> probably some older guys like me. we got to reach the youth. And you're not going to reach them with Bible studies. You're not going to reach them with, um, uh, you know, sermons on on how to quit cigarettes and the rapture's coming. They've been completely brainwashed by generations of public school, atheistic indoctrination, now the mass indoctrination of homosexuality for the men and the women. They've been indoctrinated into the hatred of the white race. And the church has not helped a bit in this matter. The church has not helped. The church says we don't want to be racist and we don't want to be anti-Semitic. So they will suborn the word of God to the values from Antichrist Jews. And I know some of you are saying right now, well, you can't say that. That's anti-Semitic. I don't care. That's not a Bible value. Loving your race is a Bible value. Loving your race is obedience to the fifth commandment of God, whatever your race is. The idea that we're all Americans, is a, it's a false God, it's a false idea. What do you mean we're all Americans? This is why I have issues with strictly white nationalism and also strictly Christian nationalism. Neither is enough. And I go back and I look at the example of the ancient nation of Israel, and they had an ideological homogeneity, and they had a racial homogeneity, a linguistic homogeneity, a historical homogeneity, and they, they were able to make a successful nation. And they lost that when they abandoned those things, when they abandoned those specific ideas. Whatever's coming down the pike isn't going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly. We're going to have war. We're going to have a, we're going to have a global war, and we're looking at civil war in the United States. I don't know which kicks off first. I'd say we got both going on right now. And and if you and, and if you if you say well you should be against violence, well, all I can say is this: Why should the Christians in the white race be against violence when violence is waged on us? The Jews just bombed one of the oldest churches in, in the world. And you've got this administration who will dare everything they can to demonize the white race and throw people in jail. When you throw a man in jail, when you point a weapon at a man and you, you chain him and throw him in a cage, that's violence. So the government has instituted violence against the white race. They won't do this to MAGA. Excuse me, they won't do this to MAGA. They won't do this to the Palestinians uprising. They won't do this to BLM. They won't do this to uh, 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 Antifa. So the violence has already come to America. Only one side is exercising it. It's the, the those that control the government, the Jews, those who sided with the Jews, and I guess that's it. I, I, don't, I don't even need to. I don't even need to go any further. Because all the expressions of communism and Marxism or expressions of Judaism, even the Jews will tell you this. All this Black Lives Matter, this, this is the Jews stirring up the blacks to wage war against the whites. This is a race war. 
And I know this makes people uncomfortable, and it's going to make, you know, the Christians are, are running for cover. They say, we don't want to be involved in a race war. We don't want to be called racist. We don't want to be called anti-Semitic. And this is part of our problem. And I'm still unwrapping my mind from these things. Well, we don't want to be violent. We don't want to be accused of being violent. Well, you can abandon Moses. You can abandon David. You can abandon Peter, who picked up a sword and chopped off that dude's ear. You can abandon Abraham, who was a who was a, a warrior king. Are you going to abandon Jesus Christ, who's the captain of the Lord's host? At the end of the day, violence wins. At the end of the day, violence wins. When Jesus Christ decides to do what Jesus Christ is going to do, what does he say? He's bring these enemies of mine who did not want me to rule over them and slay them in my presence. We cannot continue the way we've been going on in America. We're not going to win this through playing by the enemy's rules. And what the enemies have said, what the Jews have said, is we can say what we want, we can do what we want, we can be as violent as we want, we can lie as much as we want, but you have to play by all the rules. You can't be racist, sexist, you can't be anti-Semitic, you can't raise a finger in violence, but they can do all that. And they do that through their Marxist revolutions, they do that through supporting Antifa, through supporting BLM, they do that when they've captured the kinetic warfare instruments of the federal government, of the U.S. government, when you have a Jew running the Department of Homeland Security, when you have a Jew running the State Department, when you have Jews running uh, the Central Intelligence Agencies, and when they're, they're in all kinds of positions of leadership, and then they put out propaganda where whites are supposed to literally hate their own race. And they're trying to tell men not to be men, but it's okay to be a woman. And you know what? you know what's shameful? It's a lot of these men are going along with it. Because we've been taught we're supposed to obey the rules. We're supposed to follow the rules. That's come to an end. It's come to an end now. It's, 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 it's an end. They don't follow the rules. They're the hypocrites that Jesus Christ warned you about. The Jews are the hypocrites that Jesus Christ warned you about. They set up a rule, and they say, you have to follow that rule, but we don't. You can't be violent, but we can be violent. You can't lie, but we can lie. You can't steal elections, but we can steal elections. You can't slander us, but we can slander you. You can't be racist, but we can. That's a good example of one. That's why I don't even I don't even lend legitimacy to those terms. The fifth commandment says you honor your father and mother, you honor your ancestors, you be loyal to your race. Jews hate the fifth commandment. Jesus Christ went to war against the Jews in Matthew chapter 15 over the fifth commandment. The Jews wanted to talk about washing of the hands, about wearing a face mask. Jesus went right after him. He says, you brood of vipers. He says, you make up these little laws, these silly little laws, they're little traditions, and yet you break the commandments. You break the fifth commandment. It says, it says you honor your father and mother, and whoever speaks evil of father and mother ought to be put to death. How's that for racial loyalty? Anybody that calls your ancestors racist and Nazis and Hitlers, ought to be put to death, said Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 15, verses 1 through 9. The Jews have won. The synagogue of Satan has won. The children of the devil have won. 
And my generation has not been a good example. It's not. We've done everything we can to be good little Christianettes, good little Judeo-Christians. Indeed, we've submitted to the Antichrist. We've submitted to the Antichrist. We've said, we're going to follow you, Antichrist. Who are the Antichrist? The people who call themselves Jews fit the biblical definition of Antichrist, and all those with them. I've got more to say about the 666, about corporate man as the Antichrist. Democracy. You don't even know who's in charge. These people who've set themselves up to rule over others say, you can't you can't touch us because we're victims, and yet they run the place. No, this guy's right. This guy that writes this article is, is correct. We've got to capture the youth, and we have not. And here's what's going to happen. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think one day that generation, that younger generation, is going to wake up. They're going to rise up. And guess what? The rules won't apply to them anymore. And they're going to say, you want us to do what? You want us to be quiet? You want us to sit down? You want us to shut up? You want us to color within the lines? You want us to obey you? And in a rage, and in an orgy of violence, they're going to say, no, we're done. We're done. And the backlash will be so strong. I hope and pray that you can put these evil people in their place. Is that calling for violence? Listen, hypocrites. You send out federal law enforcement officers to quiz people, men with guns and chains. You are the hypocrites that Jesus Christ warned us about. All the Antifas, all the BLMs, the Pal- they're doing all kinds of taking over the Capitol. But it's the white man that's political that are political prisoners right now. It's the white man. So I think it's going to come to a point where you're going to have violence. I think it, they're going to form their own leaders. It's going to be a different. It won't be Donald Trump. I wish the man well. I do. But it's got to be the younger generation that says, you know, we're done. We're done playing by these rules. We're angry. You've done everything you can to destroy our race, our land, our customs, our God, our borders. And the problem is the church largely has gone along with it. The church has chosen to be silent instead of saying, no, this is all this is all wrong. All this stuff is wrong, and it deserves a response more than Oh, let's go put a little mark on a piece of paper and hope they count my vote, <laughs> which they don't. Nobody voted for trannies in grade school. I've said this 50 billion times. Nobody voted for homosexual marriage. Nobody voted for the open borders, the dilution of the white race in North America. Nobody voted for this in, in, in Europe, North America, Australia, New Zealand. Nobody. It's a genocide project propagated by the Jews, and you can't say that because it's anti-Semitic. And then the younger generation, I hope and pray to God, they come along and they say, your rules? Go to hell. We're done. Their backs are up against the wall. They're going to have to do something fundamentally different and not by playing by the rules. We've played, I've played by the rules my whole life. And you still get screwed because you're saying the wrong things. 
So that younger generation, I think they're just going to say, you know what, there's no more rules. I think there's gonna that's going to happen probably within my lifetime. I don't know if I'll see it through. But something deep has to change. It has to change in the hearts and the minds of the youth. They're going to have to throw off these shackles wherever they've been told you must hate yourself and your ancestors. That's fundamentally against Jesus Christ. But the church won't say it because the Jews call it racist and anti-Semitic. The church willingly allows the Antichrist to rule over them. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The church willingly allows the Antichrist to rule over them and dictate to them. You can't say this. You can't say that. We're God's chosen. We're the representatives of God on the planet. You can't say this. You can't criticize this. And the church goes along with it. The church has submitted and bent the knee to the Antichrist. I don't think I'm radical enough. I don't think I've been pointed enough on what I've had to say. Fritzbergen, bloodandfaith.com.